Welcome everybody to episode number five. Today we're joined by our good friend Luke Double L, Luke Leonard from uh, Searcy, Arkansas. Today we got an exciting story to share with you on Globe Nation. Welcome everybody. It is an exciting day to be able to share a life-changing story with you about how somebody in the insurance business has changed their life. About a year ago, I was introduced to Luke Leonard, uh, and Luke was uh, currently a welder. And Luke was uh, sharing with me how he wanted to be at home with his family, and he wanted to be able to spend more time uh, around home uh, coaching his kids. And we'll let him tell his story in just a second. But we were able to hire Luke uh, in, at the end of 2020. And in 2021, uh, Luke wrote almost $200,000 in business, made over $100,000 in income, and has a fantastic career in the making. Luke, welcome to the show. I appreciate it. Glad to be here. So, Luke, tell us uh, tell us your story. So, where'd, where'd you grow up? So, I, I grew up in Bald Knob, Arkansas. It's a little town. So, I see you said Searcy. So, that's a place that more people recognize. And um, I was uh, just an avid Hogs fan, went to school, into sports. And my family, I have a long line of pipeliners in my family. So, my dad's, my uncle's. So, it was just natural that when I got out, that that's what I went to do. And um, it was really good to me and my family. Um, and while my kids were young and my wife would travel with me, we actually really enjoyed doing that. But then when my kids started getting older, that's when it became a big problem for us. And um, because my wife would stay home, I would be gone while they were there for a few months at a time. And so I kept doing that, even though I hated it really being mm -hmm. gone. So I just prayed and so, Luke, you, you, you know what it's like to uh, to pull out of the driveway and know that it's going to be weeks until you see your family again. Oh, yeah. What was that like? I mean, it was really, I can't even explain how horrible it was. I always tell people I have a, a wonderful wife and I love my wife and I miss my wife, but it's way worse when you have little kids because in a three or four month period they change so much and mm -hmm. so to me that was the hardest part of it and then even my parents and family members at home you know it's like I was a part-time family member is what it felt like pretty much mm. you know I know you know driving away even if it's for a few days or a week sometimes my uh, you get that lump in your throat I can't imagine what it would be like to be gone months you know I think about military and uh, you see those uh, videos of dads leaving, and uh, I always get choked up at those. But, you know, it's more than just military, because you were doing that as well, uh, being on the pipeline. Yep, yep, it really was. And um, there's nothing wrong with that line of work. I mean, it really did teach me a good work ethic, and there is sort of a brotherhood out there and things like that. But I think from the people that I talked to, some friends of mine, just some people that I worked with, I mean, there's a lot of people in the same situation and you you feel trapped into what you're doing. And so I just went a long time there. I bet the last 10 years that I welded, I was really miserable doing it. I made good money, but I was gone. And so that was just a sacrifice that I got sick of making. So I told myself, I didn't care if we was dirt poor, I was gonna find some way to be home. And then Keith Bennett, that works for you, um, 
Keith's my cousin, so I would see Keith on Facebook. And I wouldn't see, tell everybody he's my cousin. <laughs> I, I really wasn't around Keith a lot growing up. He's a little bit older than me, but I would see his success that he had on Facebook, and it kind of intrigued me. And then I went through uh, a pretty pretty good time of prayer, just asking God to let me find something to, to be able to keep me home. And I would see what Keith was doing, and it intrigued me enough that one day I just reached out to him, and then so here I am now. You knew well, if Keith could do it, you could. I figured I could if yeah. Keith could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the the, the, the next part, and that is sales. You, you'd never sold anything, is that right? Well, actually, I don't know if I told you this, but I did sell a little bit when I was like 23 I okay. would say, and I was selling vacuum cleaners of all things. Oh my! And uh, so I heard this, that's a sucky business. <laughs> it it is a sucky business. My <laughs> mom does; she's did sales, so and we both like to talk. So you know, maybe that helped me out a little bit. But I'd say the insurance is just a little bit better than the vacuum cleaners. So insurance, uh, you'd never really been involved in that. Didn't really know anything about it. Uh, probably just knew that you had to pay your car insurance. That's about it. That's about it on the insurance. Yep, I come into it just totally not knowing anything, and I was just shown the system right up front, and I follow that system. And so, I it's my belief that it don't matter what background you come from, if you're willing to work, willing to learn, and you follow the system, I don't see how you wouldn't have success. You know that's so important. Uh, I I won't uh, take a deep dive into that into the system. You know, the, I think the beauty about what we do today is the fact that we have had, you know, in my career, 18 years of failure. But at, for, for Globe, you know, uh, Liberty National has been around for 122 years. So we have 122 years of things that work, things that didn't work. And, uh, you know, when I started with this career, I went up to Gainesville, Georgia, and spent some time with a friend of mine named uh, Tim Adderholt. And I remember I, I asked him, I said, show me the system. Show me what works. Tell me what doesn't work. And then when I came back, all I did was simply follow the system that he had. And thankfully, that's, uh, that's what I believe has helped us uh, you know, be successful. But we have really outlined what to do from the very first day somebody starts with us uh, for them to be successful. And, you, and so you're saying if you believe that if somebody just simply follows the system, they can be successful. And that's exactly what I'm saying because, I mean, that's what I did. I'm nothing special, you know. I'm not a fancy type person, anything like that. I mean, I welded for 20 years. I come from a small town. I like to hunt and fish. Um, but I, I just follow the system. And then, um, of course, at, at the very first, it's all new to you. You might be just... A tad bit nervous, but um, I I did veer off a teeny bit of the system a time or two when I was younger, and it wouldn't work the same. And so I I just learned that the system is the way to do it, and as long as I follow it, and then you can put your own personality in there with it and things like that. So you know, look, one of the things I often say is there's there there's two things that make somebody successful, and one is will, and one is skill. And, you know, when you talk about the system, I believe that is really referencing the skill. So if we can take anybody at any skill level and put them into the system and help them develop the skills needed to, success, to be successful here. But the one thing that we can't do, Luke, that I've never figured out is how to make somebody want it. You know, a lot of people talk the talk. But, Luke, what's made you different 
is you've not only talked the talk, but you've actually got out there and walked the walk, okay? Will and skill. So what, what do you believe was the driving factor behind your will? What made you get up in the morning and go out there and make it happen? Well, the, just the company, first off, I mean, the leadership here is, is second to nine. So I've seen how you um, act and the things you do on a day-to-day basis, Keith, and then Carrie was my SA. And so I've seen how y'all did things. And then everybody has their own whys and reason. Well, my reason, we've already stated it before, I was not going to let this fail because there was no way I was going to have to be gone away from my family anymore so every day you know if I would get down or because everybody goes through those feelings and the difference is successful people they get up and Jason says this a lot you just get up get dressed go to work it don't matter if the day before was a good day bad day what you got going on you just get up get dressed go to work and so my wise personally was my kids my family wanting to help people. I do love helping people. I like talking to people. And so those are some of my whys. And so anytime I go to feeling down or bad, I just remember my whys and get up and go to work. It's pretty much that simple, really. You know, uh, you you talk about the anytime you're feeling down. And I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions, you know, from uh, folks that are out there in the business, maybe brand new, is, uh, you know, I see Luke leading. Uh, he surely to goodness he can't get down. Uh, there's no way that he would have a bad day. Is that true? I mean, you, have you had any bad days? I've had some really, really bad days, like everybody else. You know, that's I listen to a lot of podcasts and different things like that, and I hear um, some of the successful people say that. You know, that's the biggest part in life. Everybody's going to go through devastation or destruction. And it's how you respond to that. That shows, you know, what type of character you have, what type of person you have. And we're all going to leave this earth one day also. And so I want to leave a legacy of people knowing that I just persevered through things. I teach my kids and my family and people I come in contact with because we can't just fold when bad things happen because it's going to happen to everybody listening to this and every person walking on earth, really. So it's not about getting down. It's about getting back up. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to get up. You got to go back at it. You know, just recently I read a book called Go For No. And I would highly recommend anybody that is uh, struggling with just hearing the word no, or maybe you're new in sales, maybe you need a little encouragement. It's a great book, Go For No. And one of the things that uh, is talked about in that book is the more times you get told no, the more times you get told yes. And I think that's one of the biggest, strangest things for people in sales is they, they think they shouldn't be told no, but they must be told no in order to be told yes, and the more no's you get, the more yeses you get, the more no's you get, the better, more income you're going to make. But you got to get back over it. And that's, I think, one of the biggest things is we try to internalize when people tell us no. We don't know how to accept that. So being a welder, being asked to go out here on the pipeline, you probably weren't used to hearing the word no. Mm-mm. So how, how did you get over that? I just, um, like I said, the leadership from the people above me, I feel very fortunate to have been put with Carrie as my essay. So she taught me, you know, that, um, and you say this all the time, you're just going to be told no. I see how people can get sensitive about that, you know, if if they're being weak-minded or not really thinking about the bigger picture. But I look at the big picture, so it's just like you say, the more no's I get, um, 
the more <laughs> or the closer a yes is to coming, you know. And then I remember my whys, you know. I know I'm 41 years old, so I've been living long enough to know that if you don't stick with something and have a positive mindset, then that weakness and, and um, doubt and things like that will creep into your mind. So it always goes back to my why, my kids, my family, um, helping people. I know um, that that's really when the change happens a lot is you realize you're just helping and taking care of people. Well, we're fortunate that our company pays us really well to take care of people. Mm. But but the big part of what we do is, is, is we're going to help people. So all those people that you're going into, there's somebody, probably several people there that you can help them protect their families. And so that really keeps me going, you know, stuff like that. So look in a year, have you had any claims? Oh, yeah. Yep, I've so, had a lot of them. So without telling us a name, would you share maybe a, a claim story? I mean, I actually um, just had a claim just last week, and it was from a place that I had went to about a month ago. And what it is, they've got a 12-year-old son, and he slipped on the ice and broke his hip, and then they had to send him to Children's to get surgery, and that family called me, and they don't have a lot of money. And so that's just one of the many claims um, that I did, but there's things like that. Usually every week I'll have a claim or two at least to do, you know, and everybody. Um, it really, really makes me feel good to be able to do that because when they get the policy, they really never dream they're going to be using the policy, but they do use the policy all the time. You know, I have different people do it, so that really makes me feel good. All right, if you're just joining us, this is uh, Globe Nation. This is your host, Jason Everett. Today we are with Mr. Luke Leonard from Searcy Ball Knob, Arkansas. So he's uh, with us today. We are really uh, get, getting an opportunity to take a deep dive and what is his why? That's what he was just talking about is what is his why? So you talked about your kids. How many kids do you have? I've got three kids. How old are they? I've got a 13-year-old son, nine-year-old daughter, six-year-old daughter. And you said you, you're married. You, you love your wife. How long have y'all been married? We have been married for 14 years. Oh, that's fantastic. So, Luke, in January of this year, you wrote almost $26,000. So I did some math for you. So last year, you made over $100,000. You wrote almost $200,000 in production. But if you just continue to do what you did in the month of January, the rest of the year, you're going to end this year with over $300,000 in production and probably somewhere in the neighborhood of about $160,000, $170,000 of income. That's if you were just an agent. But just recently, you've taken a promotion to what we call supervising agent. So can you imagine one year ago, if I would have told you a year from now, you'll be in management in this company? Would you have believed it? Um, I, I trust you, so I might have, but I would have definitely had some doubt about it in the back of my mind for sure. Okay, so you're now out there managing, growing your own team. And so what would you say right now is something that's changed in you over the last few weeks and months that you believe is preparing you for management? I just think um, being able to train people and teach people. So I don't want to be... And it's not just if people want to be an agent, stay that. That's not what I'm meaning. But I mean, personally, I don't want to just hold all of my skills and things that I've learned to myself and how it's helped me and my family. So I want to be able to help other people do the same thing and so be able to teach people the system and 
how simple the system really is if you'll get up and go to work. So I want to just help people do that, help them change their lives, and um, really excited about doing that. So, so I, I just want to point out a few things, and I, I believe one of the greatest things in being a leader is teaching people how to change their life. That that's the reason why we're doing this podcast. You know, because I know that there are agents out there, whether they're at Globe Life or they're at a different company. And one of the mistakes that often new agents make is they go from company to company to company. They go from this type of sales process to this type of sales process. They go from this area to that area. And and what you have to realize, it's not the company. Typically, it's not the product. Typically, it's not the commission structure. It's about you having stick to You got to stick to the process. You know, every company out there, for the most part, has successful people. It's not about the company. It's about getting somebody that teaches you the system. And Luke, one of the things I, I love about your recent find of, of wanting to be in management is your desire now to teach people the way that you've been taught, the way that you want to pour into people to help them change their life. So, Luke, what I want you to think about for just a minute, if you could go back one year ago and you could talk to Luke Leonard that was just getting started and you could talk to yourself, what would be, let's say, the number one advice you would like to tell yourself? I would just tell myself that it seemed, it is easy but it's not always easy. So there's going to be down times and just to, to know what's ahead, you know, to see the success that y'all have had. And I know if I keep my head down, that's what I would tell myself. If you keep your head down and work, win each day. So just take it one day at a time. Just wake up, have a routine, do the things that I need to do day after day. And then in the bigger picture, um, and it still excites me, Jason, right now, just not knowing, but knowing that if I keep my head down grinding, say three, four, five years from now, there's no telling, you know, where I'll be with this company. And that's what I love about it is just the unlimited ceiling that it has, knowing that the more work I put in, the, the more successful I can be. It's not like when I welded, I did make good money welding, but let's just say I was making 40 bucks an hour. It didn't matter if I made 30 welds in an hour or one weld in an hour, I was going to make that same amount. So with this business, I know the more I get out, the more I work, the more you can make. And I would have told myself at the beginning that because seeing the success that y'all had and, you know, different things, I still in the back of my mind wondered if I could do that. So yeah, and and you've been able to prove that you can, and and that's uh, that's fantastic. So right now you're looking to grow your team, and so uh, as we potentially post this podcast on Facebook, you're gonna you're gonna have some of your friends that are gonna say, you know what, I've been wondering what that welder's doing because he's he's dressing way too nice. I mean, this is the guy that used to have holes in his shirt from from welds uh, popping off on him, and I see him. He's wearing suit coats. He's He's, he's fixing his hair. He's, he's not wearing a welding helmet. And uh, maybe secretly, you have some people that are admiring you. And now you're saying, hey, listen to me. If you're tired of being gone from your family, if you want an opportunity to change your life, I'm willing to pour into you and teach you everything that I've been taught. So talk to the people right now that maybe are thinking about coming on 
but they're, 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 they're keeping everything at an arm's distance. And so I want you to speak directly to them for a minute. So the first, the first thing I would tell them, because I'm a big believer in this, I would pray. So if you're, not, if you're not praying on a daily basis, you need to do that, whether you was interested in this company or not. But I always recommend praying about it and just take a leap. I was listening to Steve Harvey, of all people, Jason. He's got a podcast, and he was talking about people jumping. Um, you have to jump in life, so you can't let fear hold you back. So I just know that if I've got somebody that's interested in coming to work for me, first off, I'm going to give you 100% of what I have. I know how to use the system and be successful, so I'm going to show you how to do that. And as long as you have a drive to do that and you're gonna, willing to get up and go to work, then I can show you how to do that. I mean, it's, it's really that simple. I mean, I think any person, no matter what background, so I don't care if you're a janitor, if you own a business, you're a welder, it doesn't matter what you're currently doing. This opportunity truly is for everybody. So I, I would love to, you know, I want to help people. So if you're interested, just reach out to me on Facebook. And uh, I'll just give my phone number right here. I mean, my phone number is 870-279-1896. And so just give me a holler and I can show you how easy it is. Yeah, that's great. You know, Luke, uh, one of the things I love about this career is when I look back and I see the lives that have been changed. And, you know, uh, you, you talked about Keith just for a minute, your cousin, and seeing his life change. You've been able to witness that firsthand. Of course, he was on our podcast a few weeks ago, and he talked about, you know, the, the life change. But now you're part of that story, you know. And, and I think about the Bible verse, to whom much is given, much is required, right? And so uh, God gave Keith Bennett this opportunity to work here. Keith did not was not selfish. He wanted to help teach others. And so you seen just even in his Facebook post those things, that's how you came in. Yep. And then he poured into you. And now think about the next thing, and that is it's changed your life. And now you have an opportunity to reach out and get somebody else and help them change your life. You see, it's just an ongoing process. We back up before Keith. He was hired by a guy named Jacob Parr. If we talk about before Jacob Parr, he was hired by a guy named Nick. If you talk about Nick, I hired him. It's just generation after generation after generation of people given an opportunity. I was hired by a man named Cody. You know, Cody was hired by a man named Greg. Greg was hired by a man named Jeff. Jeff was hired by a man named Dane. It went back all the way to 1959. In 1959, Dane Huxley started with this company. 92 is when he hired Jeff. And now think about how God in his foreknowledge knew all these things were going to come to play for you to be able to take care of your family in 2021 the way that you've been able to. And now we get to think about all the lives that are going to be changed in the future. Now, think about this. From 1959 to now, that's 55 years, let's say. So let's take another 50 years from now. That's 2070. 2072, right? Think about how many lives can be changed because of you making a decision in 2022 for the next 50 years. That's amazing. And to think about not only the lives, but the kids of those people, the grandkids, the great-grandkids, it's one of those things that you really never realize the impact 
until you really look backwards and you say, golly, look at all these lives that were changed because of a man named Dane Huxley. Now, I want to share with you a quote from Dane Huxley. Let me let me give you a little backstory. So in about, let's see, 2006, I was promoted with this company. In one of my first agency owner meetings, we brought in all the retired agency owners from across the country. I was given the opportunity to bring in Dane Huxley. Here's what he said to me. We were on a flight. We are flying to Dallas. And I said, Mr. Huxley, of course, I was nervous. I said, if you could tell yourself one thing, what would it be? He said, son, this is what I would say. Be kind to those on your way up because you'll want them to be kind to you on your way down. I've never forgotten that. Now, I've not always lived by it, but I've never, ever forgotten those words. Mr. Huxley has since passed away, but it's a constant thing I say to myself. Be kind to those on your way up because you'll want them to be kind to you on your way down. And here's the thing about it, Luke. Now you get an opportunity. Don't forget where you came from. Don't forget what it was like to put on that welding helmet. Don't forget what it was like to put on those welding gloves in 100-degree weather. Don't forget what it was like to pull out of that driveway and the lump in your throat, knowing weeks, months were going to go by until you could see those kids again. And if we remember that, that's going to give us the drive to help others change their lives. So, uh, Luke, I want to tell you I'm excited about the future. Uh, I think uh, you have even greater days ahead uh, than what you can even imagine. So I want to encourage you to to think bigger. Now, Luke, uh, one uh, kind of non-serious note that I want to end with today is for those of you that hear Luke talk, you you might tell he's a little country. (laughs) You're a little bit country, right? I am a little bit country. I, I don't seem like I am, but when I hear myself, I guess I am. Yeah, well, when I hear you sound country. You know, other people say I'm country, but I can't hear it either. I think it's just their ears, but you're country. Okay? Yeah. So, Luke, uh, what would be something that you do that might be shocking to people? Well, um, I guess what Jason's getting at, because he, he really gets a kick out of it, but I do rap, so... Uh, that that definitely catches people off guard because they hear my voice and they just can't believe that I rap. Now, I'm getting older now, so I don't do it as much as I used to, but that is one gift that I have that I guess is a little bit mind-boggling. All right. You want me to do a little rap? Can you give us something? (laughs) All right, here it goes again. You ready? I guess so. All right, here we go. I'm working for Globe Life, and the beat stopped. You gotta keep <laughs> oh, I gotta going. keep it going. Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> it's Globe Life, Liberty, National Division, and we come through doing the benefits with precision. And it's straight from the top of my head. I'm gonna protect people from the time they're born to the time that they go dead. It don't matter what you're thinking, cause I'm gonna keep it going. And it's 2022. You know we coming night and morning, and we never gonna stop. We never gonna quit. We just like the must bust. We gonna do it till we hit. Now it's me and Jason Everett and we doing the podcast. And you know that what we say, you better listen, let it last. That's that's about all I Boom, right baby! <laughs> hey, our first rap here with Double L. So if somebody wants to follow you on your YouTube channel, 
to listen to you do some more raps, what should they click on? It's Bone Off Double L, and I'm just going to tell you that that little beat there was a little funky, so it's a little bit better stuff on the, the YouTube <laughs> channel. There. He was not prepared for that. That that really came out of the woodwork. It we really didn't, did. I never told him I was going to do that. No, so, I, he put me on the spot. So put I him on the spot, something. and, he, and he, he came out winning. So not only is he winning out in the field, not only is he winning at home, but he's also winning with the beat. Okay? So at this point now, what would shock everybody is if I had a rap. I have actually heard Jason rap. Yeah. You did that little rap that one time, didn't you? It's pretty good. My kids liked it. Yeah. Well, here's the way we're going to end today. We're actually going to listen to one of your famous raps from right here on YouTube. So here it goes. Running out of time, that's what you gotta tell yourself, man. Keep training your mind. I said, You're running out of time, you're running out of time. That's what you gotta tell yourself. Just keep training your mind. You can't ever stop, and man, you can't ever quit. You can't be looking over your shoulder because you got somewhere you gotta get, and you wear that shoe if it fits, and you're gonna take a few hits. But just remember one thing anything you do, dog, keep it lit. That's just straight up legit, and I'm just speaking some truth. And when you step up to the plate, you ain't always gonna be Babe Ruth. You might swing and a miss, so you might swinging a hit but no matter what happens just keep moving and don't sit man i get so sick and tired of seeing people that pout y'all know good and well that ain't what life is about you gotta get yourself up man stay focused and don't give in because if you persevere and keep the wheels rolling in the end you're gonna win and if you ever listen to anything i ever told you don't worry about material things just keep being a lord soldier because you're running out of time you're running out of time that's what you got to keep telling yourself, keep training your mind. I said, you're running out of time, dog. You're running out of time. This ain't rolled down, but this is when I get my best rhymes. I'm a freestyle king because I flow on the daily. I don't know why I ain't making no money because it seemed like somebody should pay me because I roll them off, man. I keep them coming so fast. You know, like I said before, I don't hit the brakes, man. I mash the gas because I got to get to the top. Thank you for joining us on Globe Nation. That's a wrap. Have a great day. God bless. Be careful. Luke. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. All right. God bless. Bye-bye.